Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Sorry, I am a few minutes late. Normally, uh, we do the daily shows at 7.30, except on Thursdays. Today is Thursday, July 28th, and we do it at 7 a.m. because we have one of our experts coming on at 7.30. So today's daily financial news is full of important information. Did we get a recession? What are some earnings? What about Powell, Dove, Hawk? All this amazing stuff. But one of the most important things I want you to know is we have just brought on a new expert. Yes, folks, we interviewed Beth again yesterday, talked about house hacking in 1995, talking about a single lady buying her first rental home in 2002. I am very, very happy to add Beth to the channel. We will be talking every Tuesday at 10 a.m. I felt it was important to add more to the channel. And Beth, thank you for agreeing to come on. So let's just jump right into it. What should we do first? Why don't we do this? So I have seen a lot of memes lately and some comments that President Biden is trying to change the definition of a recession. He's changing the definition of women and all of these things, right? I've seen the memes. I am by no means a fan of either political party. So hear me when I say he is not changing the definition of a recession. Over the last two weeks, I have tried to educate you on what economists in the Bureau of Economic whatever will likely be looking at. The rule of thumb that the average American hears is two quarters of negative GDP growth equals recession. And folks, this morning, we got validation. Q1 was negative 1.6. Q2 is uh, first review is negative 0.9. That's two quarters of negative growth. We must be in a recession. Well, as I've tried to share with you, that is a rule of thumb. It has been an amazing rule of thumb. It has worked every single time since 1947. But that does not change the fact it is unfortunately a rule of thumb. The economist behind the Bureau of Economic Data, or whatever they're called, doesn't simply sit around a table and go, hey, Mike. Was GDP negative twice? Great, we're in a recession. That's not how it works. It is actually very complex, and there are four things to look at. There just are. I I don't like it. I don't care. It's factual. The four things are industrial production, retail sales, real wages, and the job market. Unfortunately, or fortunately, or whatever you want to believe, we added roughly 2.6 billion jobs, Q1 and Q2. Our lowest add was 372,000. 
The average is 460. The median is 480. I do not see the Bureau of Economic whatever calling this a recession. That said, you're going to hear everybody claim we're in a recession. I don't think it really matters. I don't really think it matters. In fact, I now believe that a recession has started July 1st. It is going to be a doozy, but we are only 28 days into this recession. We still have five months of pain. The housing market is going into a depression. I now believe the housing market, if your income is tied to the housing market, it is going to feel like a depression. Nuclear winter, frozen, whatever you want to call it, you're, with transactions going down peak to trough at 50%, that is a lot of commissions, both for mortgage brokers and real estate agents and inspectors and appraisers and roofers and painters and electricians, Home Depots, all this stuff. Housing market goes into a depression. The economy catches a cold and we are in a recession. So while I would love to make fun of Biden, while I would love to make fun of his administration, in this instance, it's not fair. It's just not fair. It's, it's going to get a lot of attention. And that meme about, hey, they, don't know, they changed the definition of a woman and now they changed the definition of a recession. It's going to get a lot of play. It's going to be sent all over the place. But at least with the definition of a recession, it's just not fair. The complexities in calling a recession are hard. The average American wouldn't understand. Hence, the rule of thumb. And again, an amazing rule of thumb. It's worked the last 10 times. It's 100% accurate back to 1947. 1947, Q2, Q3, 1947, the last time we had two negative quarters and not a recession. So it's not unheard of. It's just been a long, long, long time. So again, GDP was negative. I was wrong. Lots of you like to hear when I was wrong. I had guessed GDP would be up 0.1. I was wrong. It came in negative 0.9. So again, two negatives a quarter, two negative quarters of GDP growth. And let's be clear, I think Q3 way down, probably negative two, negative 2.1. Q4 down, negative 2.3, 2.4. We are going to have four quarters of negative GDP growth this year. We won't get the recession call until January or February of next year, in my opinion. Believe me, whether we're in a technical recession or not, doesn't matter. It gets worse from here. I don't know what to tell you. It's bad. Next up, Federal Reserve Jerome Powell came out and gave us the 75 basis point cut. Or cut, sorry. Whoa, where'd that come from? 75 point raise. If you heard Matt, the mortgage guy, and I talked yesterday, went live at 7 o'clock, I was convinced, 99.5% convinced we were getting a 75. But if you heard my rant after that, I was hoping that Jerome Powell would come out and be a force. He would communicate directly to the market to pay attention that more rates are coming. I watched Powell's 
news conference. I watched the stock market go higher. I watched the crypto market go higher. And I watched the bond market uh, rates go lower. The market reacted like Jerome Powell was a big, cute, fuzzy dove. When I was hoping he would be a big old nasty hawk with big beaks and big talons. The market doesn't believe the Fed. I was flabbergasted. I was upset. I was disappointed. But I went back and watched the replay of the conference. And honestly, I don't know what Jerome Powell could have done different. He told the market that more rate rises are coming. He did say that we may slow the rate increases. Folks, if you don't think the rate increases are going to slow, you're not paying attention. We are not going to do 75 basis points every meeting forever. That was the statement that I think the bond market, the stock market, and crypto market latched onto. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure they truly understand. So let's talk about September. That's the next meeting. We have two CPI prints, two GDPs, two of everything between now and the next meeting. It's eight weeks away. We have two months of economic data coming. What do you think the Fed does on September? I believe the market is pulling a Kathy Wood. I think the market believes the next two months will be horrible. And the Fed will come out in September and do zero. Maybe a quarter. I do not believe that. I'm going to say right here, right now, 50 basis points in September. Let me know what you think below. 50 basis points in September. I think they raise a quarter and a quarter after that. So we have 100 basis points more this year. That is slower rate increases. That is what Powell said. It's still another 100 basis points. We're going to be at three and a quarter, three and a quarter to three and a half. I don't know. The fact that the crypto and stock market took off while Powell was talking, I suspect pissed him off. He is trying to hurt the stock market. He is trying to get rates up. In fact, the housing market, With rates going down, it would not shock me if rates are better today. How can that be? Just like last meeting, 75 basis point month, 30-year mortgage falls. 75 point, mortgage rates fall. That is not supposed to happen. So again, we shall see. But again, I'm calling for a 50 basis point move in September, which will take us from two and a quarter uh, to 2.75 to 3%. So there we go. The market simply doesn't believe the market, right? We have for 40 years, 40 years, every time the stock market got out of whack, the Fed bailed them out. Hence the Fed put. I believe CPI is far stickier than they do. I believe most of the market thinks it's like Kathy Wood, where we're going to suddenly lose 5% of CPI very quickly. Deflation, uh, bullwhip effect, all of these things that folks are banking on. I don't see it. 
I think CPI is far stickier. Rent, wages, food, all of those things. It is going to be interesting into a recession. The 10-year is down. The 10-year is down today. We got another raise of 75 points, and the 10-year falls to 2.72. The 10-year is down three quarters of a point. Interest rates for your home loans, down. I would suspect, call your broker today and ask. It is pretty crazy. The 10-year, I just shared that. It's down. Yield curve inversion, steepest in many, many years. It is still inverted. It is actually getting more inverted. The two-year going, not falling as much as the 10-year. So finally, earnings, lots of earnings. Here we go. Best Buy came out, cut forecast, cites weaker demand, and consumers are pulling back. Also, a lot of demand pull through. Think uh, laptops, TVs, things of that nature. Got to have some weakness going forward. So put Best Buy in the camp of Walmart and Target. Meta or Facebook missed top, missed bottom, gave disappointing forecasts and said we will have revenue decline again. That is not good for a high growth company when you are getting year on year compares the wrong direction. Ford beat top, beat bottom, and reiterated guidance and raised the quarterly dividend. Qualcomm beat top, beat bottom, but actually gave weak guidance on, again, consumer demand. They said challenging macro environments. Teladoc. Teladoc actually didn't have a bad quarter, but they took another three billion dollar impairment charge apparently they bought a company called lavongo for 18 billion dollars at the peak and what what an impairment charge is is basically i don't know you buy this pen for a hundred bucks you put it on your balance sheet at a hundred bucks but over time you realize the pen is not worth a hundred so you have to you have to take an impairment charge because this pen's now worth 50 for some reason. So what you'll do is you'll take an impairment charge, lowering the balance sheet value of this pen to 50, and that 50 comes off uh, your income statement. So you look, you have a horrible, horrible, because you have to eat that charge somewhere. So again, Teladoc, 3 billion impairment charge linked to their purchase of Livongo. Not good. I think they lost like 20 bucks a share or something. That's hard to do but it was an impairment charge. Etsy, beat top, beat bottom, higher ad sales, which is interesting, right? Aren't we hearing that Meta, Twitter, and Snap ad sales down? Well, Etsy says up, go figure. I didn't even know Etsy sold ads, but okay. Uh, and higher transaction fees, they raised costs. This, this is happening. This is why I believe inflation is stickier. Companies across the board, Think Chipotle yesterday. Chipotle is now going to raise prices for the third or fourth time in August. Stanley Black & Decker, missed top, missed bottom, slashed guidance. Think about anything on the shelves in retailers. We just have to, right? Best Buy's telling us, Walmart's telling us, now Black & Decker's telling us. If you are invested in a stock that ends in the retail shelves, be very, very careful. Comcast, 
beat top, beat bottom, but added zero subscribers for the quarter. They were estimated to do 87,000. So again, growth, consumers cutting back. Southwest Airlines, beat top, beat bottom, but gave very weak guidance for after the summer. And then Harley-Davidson, beat top, beat bottom, and held forecasts for the remainder of the year. I was interested in Harley-Davidson because it's an expensive stock, but apparently and other motorcycle enthusiasts are still buying. Uh, It's very interesting to see that Mark Zuckerberg in the meta conference call said, hey, the economic uh, downturn is here. We are going to have to do more with less. Again, we are hearing about uh, hiring slowdown and layoffs uh, coming. Something that was very interesting that I just realized, we talk about stimulus checks or STEMI checks. I want all of us to at least acknowledge the fact that we are still basically sending STEMI checks to one part of our economy every month. What is a STEMI check? It is either cash or permission not to pay a debt. Permission not to pay a debt says, hey, if you have a credit card, for example, and you owe minimum payment of $500, but you don't have to pay it, that is $500 that acts as stimulus. It just is. We have stimulus going out every month in the form of student loan deferment. I suspect that once again, Biden will delay student repayments. That is stimulus. I suspect he will delay until after November elections, as expected. Dude, I don't understand. The system is broken. Stop talking about waving and this or that. Fix the system. We have had many, many rants about this, but let's be clear. We are still sending stimulus checks every month. We are basically telling people who have a debt or a payment not to pay. That is stimulus, whether you like it or not. What else do we got? Uh, Let's talk about this. Again, something that I really enjoy about this channel is we are going deep in in topics that I know nothing about. We have two topics coming up. If you want to be a part of our virtual mastermind, which I'm calling it now, we are going to do a deep dive this Saturday on pre-foreclosures. As Graham Stephan said in his video, a foreclosure takes 900 days on average. Don't wait for foreclosures. Get them in pre-foreclosure. We are going deep this Saturday, 9 a.m. If you want to be on the call live and ask questions by the course, join this uh, join and we will do that. But don't worry. We are a giver here. If you don't have the 320 bucks, you will get it here 9 a.m. Sunday. Then the next thing we'll do is the next Saturday. We are going to do an ADU, Accessory Dwelling Unit Deep Dive. This is something I am looking to do and doing badly. I am wasting money, wasting time. We are going to bring on an ADU expert to help me feel better and to help you do it better than I am because I am doing it badly. So, folks, we are definitely coming uh, to do that. So, again, what else do we got today? Oh, let's see, a bunch of earnings. Yep, I think that's good. So again, folks, I see the memes. 
I've seen some of the comments that, hey, what the heck is our government do, doing to try to change the definition of recession? I mean, if you want to be mad, be mad. I don't care. But in reality, as somebody who has a degree, as somebody who studied the nuances that go into a recession call, this rule of thumb of two negative quarters is always a rule of thumb. It just is. It happened to be an outstanding rule of thumb. It was 10 for 10, but it is a rule of thumb. And frankly, I don't care if we're in a recession or not. It doesn't, it does, the, the word doesn't matter. We are going to be in a recession. It, I believe it started July 1st. Real estate transactions are crashing. We are headed to a real estate depression that is going to make the economy have a recession. The housing market is 15% of GDP. Housing going into a depression for 5% fall in transa or transaction cost and income is going to bring the economy into a recession and they will call it. Folks, I hope you have a wonderful day. It is Thursday, July 28th. Special shout out to Beth, who is adding another female voice to our experts.